What up, everyone? It's the Binge Boys Podcast, and I'm your host, Logan Lewis. Uh, hey, back in Birmingham, we've got uh, Pearson and Zach um, not being able to make it. Uh, well, actually, I was supposed to record with Zach, but then work got in the way of that. But that's okay, because work is work, and work is the, of course, number one priority. Um, so I'm recording late uh, without Zachy Poo, which is all right. So we've got a good show today, but before we get into it, let me remind you all to follow us on Instagram at the Binge Boys Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed on Spotify and Apple. Make sure on Apple Podcasts you leave a rating and a review. That will help us get on the top of the charts. So, also, just ate dinner. Been a long day. Been up since five. Six. Six. And... um. There's going to be some yawns, and you know what? Sometimes that's just how it be. So it's yawn central out here. Um, yeah, we've gotten a great show today, uh, reviewing a bunch of albums, um, talking about uh, some a lot of news stories that have broke. Um, so actually, you know what? Let's just get right into it. But before that, we have some news. As of yesterday, we have a hotline number. You can call this hotline number to give us suggestions about absolutely anything, a topic, a top 10 you want us to do, whatever that may be. Call this hotline number, 770-835-5620. That's 770-835-5620. And that is where you can find the Binge Boys hotline. All topics are on the table. Give us a call. And we'll answer the question on the following episode. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Last week, Sean Hannity, Ed Henry, Tucker Carlson, Howard Kurtz are all accused of sexual harassment at Fox News. Two women accused male Fox News hosts of sexual harassment and in one woman's case, rape in a lawsuit filed on Monday. Ed Henry, who was fired as a host earlier this month, was accused of sexual harassment and rape in the suit who, while oh, sorry, while Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, and Howard Kurtz were alleged to have behaved sexually inappropriately towards um, Jennifer Eckhart, which was a former producer. Uh, she accused Henry of rape and threatening retaliation for refusing his advances. Um, wow. Several people have, uh, accused these people. So could be a shakeup at Fox news. Everybody, you hate to see it. Um, everyone out here getting canceled. You hate to see it. Over the weekend, it is with great sadness that we lost Regis Philbin, TV's maybe favorite host ever. Um, he passed away at 88 years of age. He died Friday night. You hate to see it. It's sad to say. The statement did not identify the death cause. Um However, his death was announced by his family in the statement. Um, you hate to see him go. It's one of those legends in TV. R.I.P. Call of Duty 
is upset at Doritos because Doritos may have spoiled the next Call of Duty game ahead of schedule. You may not have to wait much longer for Activision to reveal the name of the next Call of Duty because Doritos. um, Someone took a picture of a Doritos bag that had a Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War promo for double XP. Um, so we get a look here at the Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War logo. Very interested to see how Cold War goes. Um, nothing's been confirmed. Activision has, uh, not made a statement, but, um, hopefully, um, hopefully it's, uh, hopefully it's good. Um, so... A lot of drama here with Treyarch. So apparently the title will will supposedly explore the Vietnam War from perspectives of the U.S., South Vietnam, and the Viet Cong with excursions to other parts of the world. The game might also be the product of corporate drama with Treyarch apparently taking over after Raven and Sledgehammer fought over the title. Treyarch co-head Jason Blundell left the studio after 13 years, although his March departure was late enough into development that it might not have affected the upcoming game in any way. Activision has historically announced Call of Duty games at or before E3 in June. With E3 canceled, the publisher has not stuck to that timetable. Um, An announcement might be affected by the expected fall launches of the PS5 and Xbox Series X, provided that the game takes advantage of them. Don't be surprised if Activision takes his time or don't be surprised if Activision comes out on top and just releases a trailer. You know, you got to think that they've got one in the bag. Another new story here. Donald Glover is apparently returning as Lando for his own Disney uh, Plus series. Uh, Donald Glover played Lando Calrissian and Solo, and apparently he is getting his own show all about Lando Calrissian. They're reporting that this will be Lando's own series on Disney Plus, given the time frame is most likely a sequel to the film and in his and his adventures between then and The Empire Strikes Back. It raises numerous questions, including whether any of the other cast of Solo will appear and in what capacity. Will this Disney's version of Solo 2, you know, um, there are no details and Disney has not made a statement about it yet. The Lando series would be cool. I liked Donald Glover's uh, portrayal of Lando. That was one of the only few things that were good about Solo, a Star Wars story. So I'm kind of intrigued to see how that goes. Hopefully it's good. Uh, Mandalorian's really good. So I can only expect that uh, that this Lando series will be good, too. Dave Franco is set to play Vanilla Ice in an upcoming biopic. Dave Franco is going to be playing him in a movie titled To the Extreme. Uh, is uh, And apparently Franco said in an interview with Insider that it's inching closer and closer to pre-production. The... Uh... uh Okay, so this is interesting. So the tone of the film is that of The Room. This is a quote from Franco. Quote, with the movie, people expected us to make a broad comedy where we make fun of Tommy Wiseau. 
I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Well, so, but the more we played it, the funnier and heartfelt it was. That's the tone we want for this one as well. Franco uh, said he's been speaking directly to Vanilla Ice, uh, whose real name, I did not know this, was Rob Van Winkle, about how he can best portray him. Another quote from Franco. Rob is such a few, uh, such a sweet and intelligent guy, and he's been super helpful in the process of getting all the details correctly and making us privy to the information the public doesn't know. Just talking to him, I can't help but think about the rabbit holes I'm going to go down to get ready for the role. So I'm excited. I, uh, I'm really excited to uh, see this. I like Vanilla Ice. I like uh, like all that goodness. So I'm I'm very intrigued to see how Dave Franco portrays him. I think that's a pretty good casting. I'm sure Dave Franco. Uh, can pull it off. He's a good actor. So we will see. This is amazing. Mike Tyson is going to return to the ring to face Roy Jones Jr. in September on September 12th in an exhibition match. Mike Tyson is making a comeback. Uh, Mike Tyson will fight Roy Jones. Say that five times fast. Roy Jones Jr. in an eight round exhibition at Dignity Health Sports Park in Carson, California. The the fight will be on a broadcast pay-per-view as well as multi-medium platform Thriller. Thriller will also show a 10-part docu-series leading up to the fight. Mike Tyson has been posting pictures on social media the past few months of him training. He last fought... 15 years ago when Kevin McBride stopped Mike Tyson in six rounds. Tyson, in an an appearance on ESPN's first take on Thursday, explained his reasoning for his return to the ring. Quote, it's just because I can do it, and I believe other people believe they can do it too. Just because we're 54 doesn't mean that we have to start a new career and our lives are totally over. Not when you feel as beautiful as I do. I'm sure that other people feel the same way. I never took that many punches. After the last fight I had, I left and lived my life. I've been through so many experiences, and now I'm back here. I feel like I took better care of my body and state of mind than most of the fighters before me and retired and came back. So there you go. How about that? You know, you got to think that the world will be watching this. Really exciting stuff. You know, I'll be watching it, and I'm not even... Excuse me, a big, a big, big sports guy. So with movie theaters still not opened up, this has caused for pretty much every movie that we have that got uh, a big release date. Um, we, uh, I think this article is old, mother, mother. Okay. Okay. So, I don't think this is right. This is bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if this article from, oh my God, The Hollywood Reporter is correct. Okay, I think this will do it. So, Pretty much every movie that we know and love that we were looking forward to for this year got pushed back again because of the surge in California and other states. Disney has completely taken Mulan off its theatrical release calendar amid the ongoing pandemic. And look at this. 
Hollywood Reporter pop-up article. Um, so the movie had originally supposed to be opened up to uh, open in late March. It was then pushed to July 24th, and it was then pushed uh, to August 21st. However, now that uh, most cinemas are still closed, uh, it got taken off completely. Disney did not provide further comment regarding Mulan's fate beyond saying that the live-action epic was being undated. Um, Maybe Disney+. Plus. A Disney spokesperson said, Over the last few months, it's become clear that nothing can be set in stone when it comes to how we release films during this global health crisis, and today that means pausing our release plans for Mulan as we assess how we can most effectively bring this film to audiences around the world. The, Mul- the Mulan news is a blow for theater owners who are counting on playing both that film and Christopher Nolan's Tenet upon reopening. Earlier this week, Warner Brothers took Tenet off its August 12th release date and pushed it back to August 26th in uh, Europe and September 3rd uh, in select uh, cities uh, in the U.S., Mulan was among numerous changes made to Disney's release calendar. All current scheduled Avatar and Star Wars films are being delayed by a whole year. That means Avatar 2 moves from December 17th, 2021 to December 16th, 2022. The third installment goes from December 22nd, 2023 to December 20th, 2024. Avatar 4 from December 19th, 2025 to December 18th, 2026. And finally, the fifth Avatar, December 17th, 2027 to December 22nd, 2028. Uh, In an Instagram post, James Cameron said, There is no one more disappointed about the delays than me. What most of you likely don't know is that the pandemic is still preventing us from allowed to recommence most of our virtual production work on stage in Los Angeles. That work is just as critical to the films as the live action work. Uh, after, hours after that announcement, Sony scooped up Avatar 2's December 17th date for its next Spider-Man film, which had been set for November 5th, 2021. Paramount also announced Thursday evening that September 4th, uh, that The Quiet Place Part 2 will move to April 23rd, 2021, and Top Gun 2 will move from December 23rd of this year to July 2nd, 2021. Disney revealed that their next Star Wars movie, previously dated for the 22nd, uh, or for, I'm sorry, for the 16th of December 2022, flies to December 22nd, 2023. Uh, and the film after that goes from December 20th, 2024 to December 19th, 2025. And a third film, December 18th, 2026 to December 17th, 2027. Other notable movies. Uh, Antlers um, from Searchlight is now dated at February 19th, 2021. A live action movie from. Uh, that's dumb. Uh, an, an, an untitled Disney live action film is now scheduled for December 17th, 2022, a date previously held by Avatar 2. Okay, let's see what that other article said about more release dates. Let's see what the vulture says about it. Okay, Black Widow is still... I saw a really good picture 
on Twitter the other day that showed every release. Maybe it was in my Instagram group chat. Where the hell is my cell phone? I have no idea where my cell phone is. That's not good. Like, where actually is my... Oh, there it is. I think Zach sent a picture to our group chat uh, that showed all of the dates. I could be wrong. Hopefully I'm right. Um, oh, shit. I have breaking news as soon as... Uh, as soon as this is as soon as I get through these movie dates, yeah, I don't think he did. I don't, I don't think so. Um, oh boy, the Ellen Show is official. Okay, no, sorry, sorry. We'll we'll get to the we'll get to the release dates, and then we will go to uh, we will go to the uh, what shall call it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's the that's the main uh, uh, doohickey of the of the uh, release dates. Pretty much all of Disney's flicks got pushed back a year. Um, the Ellen Show is currently under investigation for workplace misconduct. The investigation comes after multiple complaints were made about the working conditions on set, including racism and intimidation. A lot of people that work at the show came out saying how toxic it is there and how she herself treats people like shit. Wow. Let's see if I can look something up. Uh, And oh, yeah, there we go. New York Post. Oh, boy, this is huge. Um, Warner Brothers is doing an investigation. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Wow. Um, who's Kevin Porter? Kevin Porter. Comedian. Uh, Let's see what this guy looks like. Oh, that guy. Okay. So back in March, Kevin Porter dubbed DeGeneres, quote, one of the meanest people alive. A new staff member was told, quote, every day she picks someone different to really hate. It's not your fault. You just suck it up for the day and she'll be mean to someone else the next day. Wow. Wow. From workplace hostility to complaining about a waitress's nails at a restaurant, people in her social circles are raising questions. She puts at the end of each show, quote, to be kind to one another. This is huge. I can't wait to see how this develops. That's big shit. Um, wow, I'm in shock. Oh, boy. Um, okay, moving on. That's huge. Wow. Didn't ever think we'd get to that, but hey, hey, Lily, oh, um, 
I don't want to review those albums or the J. Cole singles without Pearson and Zach. So I think I'm going to just review the Taylor Swift album and then we'll get the hell out of here. Um, Taylor Swift dropped a surprise album, excuse me, on Friday called Folklore. The album uh, was very good. Um, I mean, it was fine. It was it was a good album. It was uh, it was a solid Taylor Swift project. Um, it didn't blow me out of the water. Water, um, however, it was very sad, very different for her. I commend her for taking risk and doing something different. But this album, it didn't blow me away. It wasn't like it wasn't a jaw dropper to me. I mean, I'm not the biggest uh, Swifty. I guess you can you can call them. Um, but I, I, I thought it was solid. I give it a three out of five. Pearson and Zach didn't listen to it. They're not big Swifty guys. And I've, I've, I've gone on the record in the past and said how much I hate Taylor Swift. That's just a bit. I have nothing against Taylor Swift. She's a great musician. She's one of the most talented artists out there today. Um, but yeah, she dropped this album. Very sad. I liked a number of the songs. Um, let me look at the ones that I enjoyed most. I enjoyed Mirrorball, The Last Great American Dynasty, The One, were three of my favorites. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, so that's that. I, I Yeah, let's, we'll, we'll give it the Binge Boys certified a three out of five. Um, we listened to Logic's album. Let's just say that we all very much so enjoyed it, but I want to wait for Pearson and Zach to talk about that with me. Um, but Pearson says it's his favorite album of the year, and he gave it a five out of five. Zach, I believe, he gave it a four out of five, and I also gave it a four out of five. Um, as for J. Cole's singles uh, that he dropped, uh, Lewis Street, um, hey, uh, we all loved those as well. Um, but other than that, man, that might be it again. Me and Pearson watched The Old Guard, but honestly, I couldn't tell you a thing about the movie. I didn't really think that it was that amazing. I gave it a three out of five, but uh, Pearson, I think, also gave it a three out of five. So next week when we're all back together, I know these these short episodes have been kind of a pain in the ass just because, you know, it's it's not as great as having us three together in the same room. But um, sometimes that's how the cookie crumbles. Life happens and... Uh, that's just what we got to do. I'll wait for those guys to help me review those other pieces of content. But until then, go check out our Instagram at the Binge Boys Podcast. Also, go follow us on Binge Media, binge underscore underscore media. That's where you get all of the updates to all of the podcasts. Check out What Are We? Check out Whatever I Want. Got a big episode coming out this Friday featuring my grandparents. We sit down and we talk about everything in their life from their kids to their family vacations to their old cars, how they met, how they fell in love. All of that stuff is on whatever I want. New episodes available every Friday. If you want to follow me or the other boys, Logan Lewis 96, P killer 56 and Zach McConnell on Instagram as well. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and Apple podcasts. Thumb us up, like us, leave a five-star rating. You guys know what to do. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye.